This is a series of interviews with the riders and volunteers of the annual event, Gear Up for CF. At this time, there is no cure for cystic fibrosis. Together, we will keep pushing further to create a future where cystic fibrosis is not a life-limiting disease and every Canadian living with CF can experience and enjoy everything that life has to offer. These are their stories. Well, my name's Todd Hominuk. I am 42 years old with cystic fibrosis. I've been with Gear Up for CF, actually, not really at all. I'm just kind of joining in, but I've been doing uh, advocacy work and fundraising stuff for years through the the Great Strides Walk and even back to Shinerama days in the in the early part of the 90s and 2000s. So lots of lots of time doing that. And actually, the the guy who I know the best through Gear Up is is Aaron Mittler, who I know you've already talked to. We actually went to high school together. We're only two like two years apart. So um, it was pretty crazy when I found out about his uh, his daughter. And so you know he he and I talked a lot over the uh, after that and stuff like that. So it's been really amazing to see how much effort he puts into to gear up. There's a weird little like area where we grew up that even though it's Vancouver, um, a lot of us really stayed in touch. And so like he played, rugby and traveled with some of my best friends and so i knew him sort of by proxy that way but but i mean like we were friendly with each other like it wasn't even just like random strangers right so it was it was really crazy finding out about him and and lucy and everything so so tell me your story so did you were you diagnosed early or i was i was diagnosed at six months old with what was failure to thrive is what they called it back then. Um, and so they did a sweat test. And I mean, that was 1979. So like technology was not anywhere near what it is now. And, you know, the prognosis was was really, really grim in those days. And uh, I can only imagine what my parents must have gone through when that when they found out about that. So and then, however, I was I was actually really lucky where even though I have sort of the more common uh, types of in the most common form of cystic fibrosis, um, I stayed relatively healthy where I only actually was in hospital like about three, three or four times throughout up until I graduated high school. Um, and then, you know, I was able to go to university and all of those sorts of things, get a, have a career. I have, you know, I have a wife, I have two great daughters who are, 10 year old. Um, but so, I mean, I, I really have been quite fortunate, but you know, as is with CF, it, it, it's a progressive illness that uh, things get, you know, it, it starts to decline over time. And, you know, it, for me, it was sort of in my late twenties and thirties where, you know, where it used to be, I was consistently, you know, 90th to hundred percentile for lung function. It, soon became sort of 60 to 80% and then below 60%. And then uh, really in the past, you know, two or three, three, you know, four or five years where I've had, you know, that wear and tear of CF sort of catch up where um, first I was suffering from collapsed lungs where I had that happen, you know, three times on my, on my right lung where we then had to go in and have surgery to remove a small section. Then, you know, the, the left lung collapsed and, and that 
you know, so we did the same surgery on the left lung. Following that, just, you know, I, I actually ended up breaking ribs, coughing and stuff like that. So it's, it, your, your body does start to sort of say, hey, you know, you're, I've been through kind of a lot here and it, it adds up. And so in the past year or two where it's, it's really become apparent and um, up until about, I guess, start of May, um, we've been trying to get Trikafta since Christmas, but by May, yeah. things got to the point where it was like, okay, I had to come back at the hospital. My lung function was at its lowest point it's ever been, which was 26%. Um, and so, you know, we're, we're calling in every person we can to try and, you know, put pressure on Vertex to try and get, get the drug compassionately. And finally, mm-hmm. on the 18th of May, they said yes. And so, you know, it took a, a week to get there. And then since then, you know, two days after being, you know, starting it, I was already out of hospital. Um, you know, I'm already walking. Energy is like, it's just crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've already put on about six kilograms in a month. So it's, it's just, it's, you know, it was really hard coming up to it where I was like, okay, I don't, I don't want to put expectation on it because this is like, it's kind of the last thing out there right now. Right. Like there's no other thing right in the, on the horizon coming. And so like, if this doesn't work, we're, we're really down to, to, to final ends, right? So um, it was really a case of just managing those expectations and then to have it, uh, you know, it, it, it's been responding really well. And that's where I like to keep it. I try not to get too um, over, over the moon about it, right? Because I also try, I'm very pragmatic and that helps me from, uh, letting the hard difficulties get to me too, right? So I, oh. I just sort of try and keep it even keel. But it's it's really exciting what it's able to do, and to to think about what it'll be able to do for other people who maybe haven't had the same number of years of of wear and tear that I've had is is pretty cool too. Trikafta was approved. I saw it on all over Instagram. So can you just enlighten me and what does that mean? There's a whole bunch of, of processes, and that's that's why we pushed so hard to get it compassionately for me is because, okay, it's been approved today, but that just means that it is allowed to be prescribed by doctors. That doesn't mean it's covered by your health care or your insurer or anything like that. It just means if a doctor sees my case, they can prescribe that medication as long as I can find someone to pay for it, I can have it. Um, so in a case like me, in the years before this, I was actually on what's called Orcambi, which is also not covered by healthcare. However, I have Sun Life Insurance, and so they covered it. However, there's an, you know a ton of other CF patients out there dealing with the same thing I am. But just because they don't have the same insurance as me, they can't have it. So that's that's kind of where we're at today with, with Trikafta too. But so I mean, it's it's a huge day to celebrate. It, it's a great moment. But and we should take the moment to celebrate because they aren't you know you don't get those every day. But there is still work to do, and 
um, you know, and, and we are working. I'm, I'm involved with the advocacy teams and, and all of those, and, and we're all really excited. We know what our next steps are. We know what our next asks are when we go into these meetings with, with MLAs and MPs and stuff. And it just means it's one more thing down to move on to the next step, and, and we'll do that. So, um, so that yeah, that's what it comes down to is, is that now we – we try to get it approved through sort of those regular bodies. The, the, the there's, there's a bunch of word salad acronyms and once they rubber stamp it, which they should, um, and we could agree to pricing with Vertex, then patients can start get it, getting access to it through uh, PharmaCare and stuff like that. Now, tell me your involvement with Gear Up. And you, this is your first year that you've decided to join it. Did you know about it previously? I, I have. I, I've known about it for, for a number of years. I mean, really, bike riding's just never even been a possibility for a number of years, and and it's it's probably still not really. But I'm just gonna I'm I'm gonna go and try and do something, right? So a little bit, and and my my daughter's excited to to ride along, you know, with me, and we're just gonna do a little. It's just, it's just a little something. It's like, you know, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, I've got this new energy now that, that I didn't have, you know, just three weeks ago and I'm, I'm trying to use it to, to make positive change. Yeah. And I, I've seen video of it before and I, I, you know, Aaron, Aaron and I are on Facebook together. So I see all his, all his pictures he, he takes while he's doing them and he gets pretty crazy when he does. And have you ever felt yeah. as good as you do now? compared to your 20s oh oh for sure i mean like like make no mistake like when i was in my my 20s and 30s i I lived a pretty normal life okay but i don't remember the last time i felt this good so it's been a long time it helps with the cough it it has helped with you know we we when we think about conditions like cf and stuff we we focus on the lungs because that's the obvious one but the fact is, there's something deep within our, our genetic makeup that is broken. And it doesn't just affect that one thing in the lungs. It, it's a cascading sequence of things that are affected. It affects the whole body. It's just we notice it in the lungs. And so when you find a treatment like Trichafta that treats the root cause of that genetic abnormality, it does affect all the parts equally because suddenly your body is functioning the way it's intended. I mean, I'll still have 40 years of wear and tear, so it's not going to give me, you know, hundred percent lung function back, but it will make my body work the way it's supposed to for the first time since I've been born. Like that's, that's just the way it is. When I went into hospital May 11th, I was at 62 and a half kilos. Um, I left hospital at 68 kilos. Now, most of that was, a lot of it was water weight that you gain from IV fluid. Um, so I didn't start Dracafta until like the end. Um, but even still, my weight is now at 71 and a half kilos. Um, so, you know, it's, and it hasn't been that high that easily ever. Like it's always been a struggle for me to hold on weight. And the other thing is when you gain eight kilos in the course of, you know, a few weeks, it, it does all go to the stomach. It's, it's not going to evenly spread itself out. 
Why do you think it's important for people to join in with the community, to join in with Gear Up or fundraising? What, in your experience with advocacy, has it helped? We don't have Trikafta today if we don't have things like Gear Up for CF. We don't have Orkambi. We don't have the fundraising dollars to turn around and, and go to a company like Vertex and say, invest in our science. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, make this your special focus um, with those fundraising dollars to, to back that research, which then leads to those breakthroughs. Um, it's all it's all dominoes. You know, you have the advocacy team and the fundraising team all working in tandem, but, you know, the without Europe for CF and Great Strides and all the way back to the Shinerama and stuff, you don't have these breakthroughs. It's, you know, Trikafta being approved today is the greatest symbol you can take to see why these fundraising things make a difference. It's a game changer mm-hmm. in complete, like completely without hyperbole. It is, and mm-hmm. it doesn't happen without these events. Did you want any say any closing words, regards to? No, I just just thank you so much for doing all this. It's great. Yeah. Every little bit of exposure and focus we can shine on these things leads to positive change. So every person that signs up for Gear Up for CF, everyone that decides they want to meet with their MLA to try and talk about what we can do is another step forward. Like these meetings don't seem like they yield much, but even if it's just a little bit, it's it's those inches and, and feet that you gain through scraping and clawing. If you'd like to learn more or even become a Gear Up rider yourself, please visit our website at gearup4cf.com. That's G-E-A-R-U-P, the number four, C-F dot com. You can also email us at bcinfo at cysticfibrosis dot C-A.